And I know you guys probably don't see the picture in, in its totality, but behind me it says Switch. You can see over there. I might be able to turn. Oh, okay. Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. And I want to see, do I even have the uh, category set up this way? Yeah, I do. Wow. Okay. I, I, I didn't even try to do it this time, and it's actually all set up perfectly. So great. The reason I want to talk about these three systems is because I want to talk about games and the surplus amount of games that we have. There was someone who said to me, they told me, they said, you know what? I promise you, Nick, we don't have nowhere near as many good games as we used to have. We used to have a lot of good games. And all of a sudden, it was crazy. It's like they just stopped making good games. And they kept putting out uh, remakes, remasters, or they're just doing asset flips. Uh, you know, just nothing putting any energy behind the product. Damn. And I thought about it. I said, yo, they might be right. They might be right on this. Because me, myself, this year, I had heard of a lot of games until Xbox and Bethesda linked up. Then I felt differently. I felt like we got more than enough games. So when I heard this, I thought about it for a second. Thought again. And said, nah, you wrong, man. You all the way wrong. We got way more games now than we used to have. Okay, and even though those games might not be the games you want to play, we still have way more games this year than we had last year. So I started to do a little research. Okay, and I'm going to read some of this to you guys. Last night, Matt Piscot no, Piscatelli of the MPD Group and analytics firm shared a chart on Twitter detailing just how many more games have come out in 2021 compared to 2020. This is what we all been waiting for. This is what we want to know. Okay, now hold on. I got to make sure to change my, uh, uh, you know what? That's why. That's why I ain't got now. Let's put this. Way more games in 2021 than 2020. There we go. Let's, let's, let's put that up on screen. Let's see if that works. Oh, I'm liking this. I'm liking this, man. Just real quick. Type, put it up. Bam, bam. There you go. Now, if only I can get this chat overlay to work, you know, where I can click this and y'all can see the chat right there. I don't know what's going on with that. You know what I mean? But hopefully I can get that fixed. Okay. But other than that, let's get back to it. Now, let me see. I'm looking at the streams. Just want to make sure before I jump on this, we ain't getting nothing crazy going on. Okay. No, we good. So there have been... um. Over a year-to-day period, January 1st to October 7th, the Nintendo Switch catalog has jumped by 34%. 34% Nintendo Switch. They are up from 1,152 releases to 1,543. Damn, Nintendo. Do the thing, man. Got no problem. Do your thing. Up 34%. Congrats, Nintendo. Congrats. Now, look, I'm blowing up my phone. Uh, now, next, PlayStation and Xbox, meanwhile, saw even greater leaps. 66% and 61%. 61% for the Xbox, 66% for the PlayStation. 
PlayStation went up from 704 to 1,171 titles. Xbox went from 551 to 889 titles. That is huge. That's huge. So this is from the post of Matt Pis uh, Piscatelli. Okay, I hope I'm getting that right. We've seen big increases in release count across both physical and digital in 2021 compared to a year ago. PlayStation new release count has increased by 66%, Xbox 61%. Almost 400 more games have come to Switch this year compared to last. The source is the MPD group Game Pulse. Mm, nice, nice, nice. That's what I'm talking about. And these figures have steadily ticked up for the years. In 2019, for instance, 1,097 games came out on Switch, 692 on PlayStation, and just 453 on Xbox, according to MPD data. All lower than the 2020 tallies, but not by much. 2021 so far is a notable standout and how much these libraries have swelled year over year. Mm. Just look at that. So I want to ask y'all. We know we're getting more games this year than we have last year. So let me ask you this. Is that a good thing or bad thing? Is that a good or bad thing? I think that's the question now. You will hear some people say that is a great thing because we have more games, uh, more choices, more variety. Um, you also have more indie titles. Okay, you got more AAA titles, more competition. Uh, now I can choose to buy some game digital, some physical. A lot of things come into play. I myself don't know where I fall on this one. I'm going to be honest. I want to fall where I say it's a great thing because you can always say no. You can always say no. But we have seen a huge influx, especially on Nintendo Switch, of asset flips. And I got to drop a bomb for that. Mm. And let me see that. I like that. Joe 2 let me put that up there because I don't think they understand. I like that. Quality over quantity. I think that's a nice one. Quantity over quality. Because that's true. We want quality titles. You can give us a million titles. A million. If none of them are good, what's the point of having them? So I do believe in quality over quantity. I think Nintendo Switch has suffered from this because I don't know who makes games in here. If anybody has tried to make a game or got into the development of games in any way, probably have used Unity at some point. Unity, there's a lot of different asset packs that you can buy. Um, kind of gets you started a lot faster. So if you have a smaller team, it may help with the uh, development of a game. You can now develop it a lot faster with certain assets already be created and in place for you already. If you're making a shooter, it's nice to already have all the assets in place where your camera's already in the first-person view. You can already see everything. You already have, you know, stages, character, assets, everything. Beautiful. One thing you can do, and the Switch has seen a lot of it, is you can do an asset flip. So for those who don't know what an asset flip is, if you're in the Unity store, you have to purchase those assets for the game you're going to build. An asset flip is simply purchasing the assets for that game and then putting the game out on the store, which technically is not illegal. Believe it or not, it's not illegal. You can completely do that. You can go right now to the Unity. There's been people that have done this, 
and they've actually profited from it. But you can go to that Unity store. You can buy some Unity assets. You can actually try it out. Maybe you want to change the names, just change the colors. You can then present that to go up on the Nintendo Switch store. Now, a lot of other stores have certain things against that. They will pull down a lot of titles that are asset flips. But from what I've seen on the Nintendo Switch online store, it is rampant. Rampant. Like so many asset flips. Now, asset flips are frowned upon, guys, which means developers frown upon it when they see it. They get so mad. They get mad at people who even purchase it or support that, especially when they spend their time developing the game or they even purchase these assets and change certain things on the asset to not use exactly the same asset. So this is like, man, I, I don't know. That's why I said it's toughy. It's a toughie on where I fall. I kind of fall with the hell yeah. But then we get so many games that, like he said, we want quality over quantity, man. Where we're getting all these different releases for these games that are literally spit and paste of Flappy Bird. Except now, instead of a bird, it's Mega Man's head. You know, it, I can't stand that. So I will say the good thing is about having a lot of games. It's always a good thing. Is that you now can have more competition and more competition leads to a better product for the consumer. I won't say on a business side, on business side, it might be a problem. It might be a big problem, but at least for the consumer side, competition is a great thing. It leads to lower prices, more products for us and, and more ways for us to engage with the owners of these products. So I had to ask that. Okay. How, how do people feel? Is it, Better or worse, okay. And this is why I never good, but I have to really big catalog. Been really too busy. Quality over. Oh, Sage, I see you. I see you, Sage. I'm trying to go through the chat now. My bad, my bad. I'm just now getting to the chat. Okay, still use a pattern, never use a fingerprint reader. I understand. I post all the info on Facebook because we can't post a video here and take. Yeah, see, there you go, Joe. Talk to him. Many people aren't attracted to sing. Okay, there you go, Joe. I like you, Joe. Too old. I like that you said that. Let's talk about that. Many people aren't attracted to single player. That's true. Many people are not attracted to single player anymore. The single player game life is uh, it's dying out, believe it or not. People like me are getting lower and lower as times go on. People feel better engaging with other people in games versus playing by themselves it's just been a common thing um even myself fall victim to that at times where i play certain games like call of duty i can play the campaign but i still haven't beat the campaign but i put countless hours into cold war see what i mean so it's like how do you really feel about that you put all these hours into cold war but yet you got cyberpunk there you haven't even touched it you know you played it for 20 minutes nick so i fall victim to that but I do believe that single player experience is needed for those who do not like multiplayer, who do not have internet, who do not want to interact with others. They still should be able to get a full experience. All right. Even the with asset flips, I think having even mindless time wasters are better than nothing at all. Dead specimen. There we go. That's what I mean. It's a, it's a double edged coin. Um, you're right. Even if it was an asset flip, it's still something to play. You could be playing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? To be honest, you'd be playing nothing. At least you got an asset flip. You know, so that's one of those where I said, I don't know where I fall on this. This is a tough one. I would say I fall in the middle. 
I don't usually, you know, I always go, I got to pick a side, right? That's my thing. I got to pick a side. On this one, I kind of fall in the middle. I do think we need uh, quantity because with quantity comes a lot of people putting out more products, which means there's going to be more people to try things. And with trial and error comes great things. So you could try, 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 and then figure out something great. That's a good thing. Or might be the other way, maybe less. Maybe we shouldn't be getting all these games coming out like Battlefield, what they're talking about in the beta is bugs, Call of Duty, bugs. Um, what game was just released? They're talking about the bugs. Metroid Dread, they were talking about bugs. Um, it's so many games that get released early because people are expecting this product to be out at a certain time. You have investors expecting to make an investment return. Okay. And um, they're not going to get it if the game's just being worked on. So they want the game out. So it's a lot of pressure on the developers and these companies to get these games out at a certain time. I don't mind having a game early with bugs than without it. Some people say, keep the game and give it to me early. I'm one, give it to me with the bugs. At least I can start playing it and figure out. And, and I'll just complain about the bugs. Hopefully get it fixed, right? So I had to ask that because it's been a common question about games today and is there too many games or is there too less games or, you know, and I'm telling people year after year, there's more games coming out. People are thinking like there's less and less games. It's not. Games are pumping out left and right. They will continue to pump out. That's why we have these studios complaining about their work hours. They're working 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week. And they don't like it. And we got some studios, which, um, oh, I wish I could think of their name. Was it Montreal? EA Montreal? No, I don't want to say that. But it's one of the studios that now are doing four-day work weeks. There's a couple studios doing it, so I want to just say one. But doing four-day work weeks, give people more time back. Because developing is tough, man. You're wrapping yourself inside of this world. And eventually, you need to get out and give yourself a mind break. So respect to that. But I just want to say to everybody thinking that we don't have enough games now, trust me, we have way more games that have came out this year than ever have in any other year. So this is the year for the most games. So I don't want to hear about games are not coming out or we don't have enough choices. Trust me, you are not looking hard enough because you have more than enough choices. All right.